0: Hi, guys, it's Foya okay, but you can call me Foy. Hey, this is Lola, but you can
1: call me Lola if you like.
2: Hi, this is Velisa, and you can call me Vels if you want. And this is Everybody Hates HR Pod episode 12, special yes. episode.
1: It's a very, very, very <laughs> special episode because today, uh, give me the drum roll. the drum <laughs> <laughs> <Come> roll. <on, Valisa. laughs> yes. We have a very, very, very special guest, our very first guest. Yeah. Very, a very special. Today, we have Taylor. Um, and I'm going to introduce Taylor and then I'm going to get Taylor to introduce herself because I'm probably going to do a really poor job. <laughs> but Taylor um, is someone i followed for like a couple of years now on um, on all the socials. Um, she is an SRE manager. So she works in tech, um, developing, specialising in artificial intelligence. And cloud. And cloud. And cloud. Um, you've put out loads of stuff like which I've think has been really helpful for people like wanting to work in tech like sharing your experience sharing your journey um, and it's been really helpful so I'm super happy to have you we're super, super you. happy to have you, Thank you. um do you want to tell us for somebody who's not like completely tech illiterate, like what you actually do
3: so basically, describe in layman terms what I do. Yeah, lay, lay. Uh, gosh, <laughs> how, how, <do> you, how <laughs> no, you, no, no, describe it as you want to describe it. Because I'm if, just thinking, how do I get more layman in the cloud? I'm pretty sure everyone knows. Yeah, I know the cloud. Yeah. So I'm a cloud engineering manage, um, manager, basically. So help architect um, systems to help migrate onto the cloud, creating digestible workshops or demos for clients that are wishing to use our services. And I also manage a team of about five engineers.
1: So, can I ask a question? Again, yes. might be a dumb, but, like, is everything not in the cloud now? Do you
3: know what? You would be surprised. I think, when it comes to, ooh, when it comes to, like, <laughs> basic stuff, most things are in the cloud. So, like, um, application to your emails, Outlook, but there also are some other clients or um, companies that are still on what we call legacy systems, While well, they're still operating on very old, kind of, you have to sign in, VPN, um, disk and tapes kind of situation. Mm. So, Not everything is on the cloud, but the majority of stuff, as in our personal devices and going on to signing on to your work emails is on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And how long have you been kind of working, I guess, in tech and then I guess specifically within cloud? So I've been working in tech since I've been about
3: 18. So my first job before I, the summer before I went to uni, I was a, um, what was I? I was a, basically a service desk analyst for a company that mimics Sky TV. So I was helping people um, install their satellite dishes, but I was doing the customer service. So I'm now I'm 29, so I'll say about 11 years. But then I went to uni, so I was doing that. So I would say full time for about seven to eight years um been in tech for 11 years and I always make a joke that I just fell into cloud engineering because being a cloud engineer or cloud manager um the aspects of kind of like it sits within a methodology called DevOps and DevOps is a methodology so I don't know if you guys have heard of like so you do HR there's your CIPD exam Mm -hmm, it's like being called a CIPD specialist
4: Mm.
3: how long Uh, have you been called a CIPD specialist Okay, you've been in HR. So yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. one day woke up and manager was just like, okay, cool. Like, hey, DevOps engineers. I was like, something to add me more money on the LinkedIn. Yeah, 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 so <laughs> why not? Uh,
2: yeah. So before we get into it, we've got a little game Oh okay. it's It's like a...
0: It's a little icebreaker. A, yeah, just an
2: icebreaker. A this or that game. Okay. But you can't think about it. You just have to like...
3: On the top of your head. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put the drink down. <laughs> <laughs> There's okay. no judgment.
2: No judgment. Are you ready? We will yes. discuss
3: it after, though.
2: <laughs> Be self employed or employed? Employed. Work from home or the office? Office. Public or private sector? Public. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Manager or individual contributor? Manager. Side hustle or no side hustle?
3: No side hustle.
2: Make lunch or buy lunch? Buy lunch. Early start and early finish or late start and late finish?
3: Early start, early finish.
2: Good benefits or more money? More money. Work, socials or stay at home? Work, socials. LinkedIn or Instagram? LinkedIn. Coffee or tea?
3: Now coffee because of the baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> MacBook or Windows? MacBook. Trainers or shoes? Shoes. Okay.
1: All right. All okay. Do you know what? It's funny because I saw you kiki-keying on LinkedIn today. You know that like, When you... <laughs> You know when you, like, comment on someone's figure. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember someone made some joke or something. I said, "Your oh, jazz. Yes. I was like, you're loving it. Innit?
3: I <laughs> love You know, my cousin, he does recruitment, so we just, like, I have to be on this, like, website. Yeah. We're just like, you proper. You're in it. You're yeah, in yeah. it. For yeah. my <laughs> reason. I, I, love, I, I love, love LinkedIn, LinkedIn.
1: Some people, some people don't, like, I don't know. How do you guys, like... I feel like it's a bit of a love here. But like, I feel like you come on when you have to come
2: on. Yeah, I don't really like LinkedIn, but not because I think there's anything wrong with it. I just feel like it's turned into a bit of a Facebook. Like people are just saying too much of their own personal, personal sort. Of, like this, is, I didn't come here wow. for this. Like,
0: I don't mind it, you
2: know. No, sometimes I don't. I don't follow you on here because of your person. I followed you because there was something about your professional life yeah. that interested me. Not, not your cat. Do you know what it is? Being <laughs> some,
1: sometimes. Like... People, sometimes there's some really tenuous links as well. People just want to share something about their personal life and they'll link it somehow to work. Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, mate, yeah, and then it's, it's so yeah, performative. That's ten years. I mean, during Black History Month as well, you get all of the oh, interracial man. relationships. The guys will be like, this is my wife. She's black. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: gosh. Do you know what? I think my relationship with social media will get on in a bit. But when it comes to LinkedIn, I actually first got it when it came out because I was working for a recruitment company. They were just like, there's this new tool slash app called LinkedIn. When, when, what was when, when did it I was eight? I was eight. Uh, yes, I've had it since when I came out of college... So wow. maybe when I was like, eighteen, maybe I don't know if that's when it came up, but I've had it from like for quite since the beginning. You're a vet. Yeah. So I've had I've got like ten thousand connections or something.
0: Worldwide. Oh, oh wow! Page. Yeah, that's a lot. But have you seen like a drastic change since?
3: Um, the aesthetic is a bit more nicer. Mm. Um, I don't. I'm trying not to get too technical, but basically. LinkedIn used to be just a sales tool to connect you to people that mostly do sales. Mm. So if you work in a sales-orientated job or consultancy, mm. LinkedIn is the best tool because what it used to allow you to do is to download your contacts into an Excel CSV file. Mm. So back in the day, you will just download people or import them and then you're just like calling them, like, hi, hey, hi. But now, I can't do that now, now it's more so, well, you, you still can, but bec- there's no point or need to import people's data into CSV unless you're doing like data analytics stuff because mm. you can message people on LinkedIn. Mm. So it's gone from being a sales tool. Do they have contact details in there before. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's gone from being a sales tool to a social media tool because before you couldn't message people mm. or it, for some reason people didn't think that you could message, message. people yeah, mm. yeah. so you, the people like myself like, that's why I'm so like active posting because if you're not messaging somebody or you're not cold calling them you're like actively like hey he's got a job I've just closed yeah. my yeah. contract mm.
1: So it used to be very Wolf of Wall Street, like a online yellow pages. Because now mm. they have like LinkedIn Sales Navigator, they've got LinkedIn Recruiter, like yeah. things make money. And Definitely. a LinkedIn yeah. Recruiter yeah. license is literally so expensive. Mm. It's like thousands and thousands and thousands mm. of pounds in recruitment businesses because it's like the place to be. Yeah. Like every Not everyone's on LinkedIn, but when I hear, when I ask someone if they, if they have LinkedIn, they say no, like it's actually a, a shock yeah, to same. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same, yeah. Especially when like you have like a job. Like, mm. I don't know even if you
2: don't like i saw um crept from crept and conan Mm. obviously he's launching um the nala baby care Mm. stuff on the 20th and he put up he was like everyone should be on linkedin like i'm on linkedin because and it helped he made a connection that contributed to the nala baby Mm. thing so it's just a good way to network
0: yeah yeah um I wanted to go back to the questions, Same. because you chose public over private.
1: I mean, it's an ongoing thing with
0: us. Yeah, we are definitely side private. What well, would we no, you classify no as public, like NHS yeah.
3: and private banking? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll yeah. An example, okay. yeah. Um, I chose public because I noticed that when working in the public sector, such as like NHS or like, I think charities, classes, yeah. people are nicer.
1: True. money okay. isn't good but
3: people are nicer okay. um, also I guess from a technical point of view I've built most ex- of my technical experience with the public sector because they have a bit more older old legacy systems mm. so in yeah. regards to when I want to go now private, like working for banking or for startup, if you know how to like migrate from what we call is a greenfield or brownfield site, mm. then you could pretty much do anything.
1: So it's good mm. learning. It's a good learning. Yeah, good learning.
3: It. And I think okay. that the benefits are maybe a bit more better yeah. for somebody. You know, he's a mom or person of color. Yeah. So I've okay. always maybe had like a special affinity.
1: I, you know I do feel like the public sector is a little bit slower and that does lend itself to people mm-hmm. being a little bit, more people oriented and a bit nicer mm. rather than just being like fast, 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 money, money, money. Like, yeah. you know, we hate you but come and work for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's that's very valid. Um home or office, you said office. Office. Yeah. I don't wanna
3: sound like a archaic, you know, technical white man nerd. However, you know, we have to remember that when working from home was influenced, it was to accommodate the pandemic. Mm. If there wasn't any pandemic, most people wouldn't work from home. But maybe for people that work in like technical structures where you can work remote, there was a few that like myself that before the pandemic, we were branching into the aspects of being like technical nomads. But I would say one, maybe now being a mother, working from the office gives me a sense of discipline. Mm -hmm. It helps me separate my home environment from my work environment, which I find a bit less stressful Mm. and also I think going into the office is a very good way to build Your career because Mm. you just don't build your career by doing the work. You build your career by being visible, by being seen. It's Mm. all about networking. That's true. And I feel like (laughs) straight facts. Yeah. And I feel like as a person of color, especially because we do suffer with the stereotype of we have to be seen to be working. I always wonder, you know, for people that are going into the work from graduate school from uni, and you're going into big boy places like law, finance, accounting. You don't want to be seen by the senior managers of what? Yeah. You want (laughs) to work from home, and then it's just like I. the day and I feel so old for saying this, working from home was only a luxury you've afforded when you earned your stripes It's yeah. true, that's true you, we can, we're paying
1: you to work but we're also paying to trust you that we don't have to micromanage no. yeah. you know what, yeah what I would say is like The shift in How people feel about Their employers I always say that People have this This crazy like One sided relationship With their employers Where mm-hmm. everyone wants, Including me Everyone wants as much As we can get But we want to give As little as we can give yeah. It's not a good relationship Like if that was an, Like an actual relationship It would be abusive <laughs> It would be like It would It would be toxic So um but that's, that's what everybody wants but it, there's like this shift now where everybody expects to be trusted by their employer from day one and they're not really expecting to have to build that whereas before you knew that you have yeah. to build this trust with your employer for them to know that okay I can give you the freedom because you've, you've done the work yeah. but now we're like why, why do you why do I need to prove that you should trust me you've hired me
3: because mm-hmm. I think it's also going back to as for a lot of minorities people of colour it's, it's kind of a double dead sword right because yes on one hand going into the office has allowed me to be visible has allowed me to network but on the other hand Hand, it's also that mental pressure of having to constantly assimilate and mm. i think we i think i always make a joke that from kids born 95 and under i wouldn't want to say they're hypersensitive but they've had the grace to maybe be born into a structure that allows them to be a bit more aware about their mental health mm. and not and i think the working game or corporate game is basically dog eat dog some will make it some won't so yeah. i think a lot more people or minority groups are being able to pass through the funnel of corporate success because we don't have to see them or you don't have to play the corporate game, we just have to do the work. Mm.
0: Yeah.
3: I've kind of used it for Beware, but obviously because I'm a mum, I do work from home mostly, but then I schedule my going into the office around, hey, what day is the partners or senior managers going to go in? Mm. So then I'll go in
1: where they're going. So it's right. a double-edged sword so, of- And it also feels like you're, for them it feels like you're around yeah Yeah, and and that's it so i I always
3: feel like you know there is a sense of entitlement as well and because we're kind of living in a hippie you know as long as i'm (laughs) doing the work it doesn't matter one a lot of people young people are quite entitled and i've always said that building your career especially the early stages you're never going to know how to do the job but you have to know how to network. You have yeah, to know how to be yeah. visible, Agreed. even yeah. if you're not on the office. Little things have your camera on. Yeah. You've just come out of uni. You're 21. You've got a nice little graduate no. finance contract. In the mornings, you're not putting your cameras on. <laughs> yeah. You're tweeting, no, yeah. making jokes that you're in the bed. It's. You're, oh, it's not, oh, we spoke, spoke about it. We spoke it. about, we spoke it. about, about we this. Have spoke shame, about have shame, shame. <laughs> have you know shame. It's not. <laughs> it's shame. It's not giving. I've got
1: my headscarf on, and these people want me to. Why do people want me to put my camera on? Don't they know that I've got my my prison braids like. Put your wig on and get your camera on, get your camera on mate. Even
3: like. at me and my level, when I have a, meet, a meeting with like a senior manager in the morning, I just fling the wing on. The only <laughs> way I've gotten away with this because one, I've seen leadership, and the only time I don't put my camera on is in the mornings when I take my daughter to nursery and she's running around out of the bath and stuff. They understand that. Yeah. But other than that, client meetings, team meetings, I have my cameras on because yeah. if I can't be present in the office, you have to know that human connection is also about trust. Yeah. So when I see when people come to me wanting to mentor and maybe a bit of a grammar now and I kind of I don't judge people by the social media I'm definitely not one to talk but when it's like I don't put my cameras on I'm on my headscarf or I just started this job and then it's like it's very just relaxed and I'm just like you haven't even built your work you've got you know where is this energy coming from that no I
1: I completely agree like and the thing is everybody wants to get more for less including myself but like sometimes like again we we need to talk about and it's not it, i was going to say gender it's not necessarily gender like it's people like there's people are age that do that oh, kind yeah. of thing oh, and definitely. i i feel like that kind of stuff can contribute to how successful you are it depends, yeah. depends on your business as well and depends how long you've been there i remember when i was like starting out when i was at deloitte i um i wanted to get my nose pierced and it's not even a big thing like Obviously because I'm black And I have my nose pierced By the time you know it I don't know like What the perception of me Would have been Mm. But I remember I got to a point where Like my work is actually sick Like and people They need me here Mm -hmm. I was gonna go piss my nose And I pissed my nose But I literally like It's not even That shouldn't even be something That is like a big deal This is like This is like 10 years ago Do you know what I mean So I'm like okay Is it corporate Is it Mm. not Um on an asian person is very accessible and a black person is they it's might not, think it's ghetto yeah. do you know yeah. what i mean so i was like oh, i'm just gonna i'll wait i did what i wanted to do i was like okay i've managed my perception enough now that even if this dents it ain't gonna dent it that much mm, and that's yeah. like how i see all of that putting your camera on showing up doing all that stuff it's like once you built yourself enough if you don't have your camera on people might think oh whatever Love but it. they know that they know you're tell because someone's yeah. just woken up in it do do you know what I I, I would would say with me you can't (laughs) (laughs)
3: like it's just little stuff I used to do um I don't have to do it but it's just like if you know that in the mornings your voice is a bit deep and horsey which is fine if you know you've got a 9am call quickly go and either brush your teeth gargle eat something yeah. to me <laughs> you know what I'm saying true, or even just true. lie like sorry I'm, I'm just on the go like do something <laughs> like, like, don't just be don't you just come like and you're a graduate and then you've got these like kids that maybe come from backgrounds where You know, they've seen their parents in these professional partner lawyer roles. They're on the cameras. Yeah. They're coming into the office. They are. They are. are. I I remember I was mentoring someone, and then we had somebody that had, oh, can you come into the office on a Thursday? Yeah, yeah, I can come into the office on on a Thursday. Emily, obviously, fake name, was in the office at nine o'clock on that day. Um Tunde was like, Oh, I'll come after. <laughs> today? <laughs> I'll, I'll come after because um it's early. I'm just thinking like you've never worked before, yeah, you have no yeah. kids, like unless obviously you don't know what people are going through mentally, but it's like what where is this aspect well, yeah, of Tunde be in the office. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. mean,
1: where's the fire to yeah. in your belly to come in and learn? The, in the earlier stages as well, it's more important. And put that just for in. learning. Like, I I actually sometimes feel sorry for, like, the grads that are coming out now and they're just working from home because I know there's no way yeah unless you're the most even if you're the most proactive person there's no way you're learning as much as people no way next to their colleagues yeah Yeah. listen to their phone conversations that had nothing to do with them like ask questions which were nothing to do with them just to want to know nothing can't do that yeah nothing
0: beats on the job learning yeah like nothing no uni no sitting behind a book and a lecture teaching you on the job learning is like the best thing mm. there's yeah. nothing beats yeah. that so it's it is important to me yeah.
2: it's, it's the only way to be exposed yeah you, can, you can't be exposed when you're at home working you need to yeah. be around people and just have those random conversations you know you, i'm going for a coffee is there's anyone? Want,
1: <laughs> i'm coming like, with yeah, you I like, go go the <laughs> that i have made at work have made uh, more money tea. Yeah, no, tea I'm and getting coffee. Getting tea, getting coffee. Yeah. Going to the corridor where people cry, you know? <laughs> are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right? what's going on? Right. I don't worry, about it. Like, yeah. it's but, a
0: good Yeah. It's a good one, though, because I do think, like you said, it's not just Gen Z, but there is, like, a big group of people who are very comfortable just, like, not being, not being present yeah. with the camera on well, and stuff like what that. What we
3: call it is presenteeism, Right. So you wouldn't want to go into the office or you wouldn't want to be hired in like a people management role. And it's, it's against HR standards to like say, oh, you haven't got your cameras on, so I perceive you're not serious. People would never dare to say that. Yeah. But I would say that what the problem is with maybe Gen Z is that everybody wants to make a creative lifestyle out of their job. It's creatives yeah. and artists and singers yeah. and rappers that can be anywhere and everywhere, but you can't have that. Energy in a, actually, op- yeah. in a yeah, corporate yeah, office. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's, so it's very like you can't treat every job like you're a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't i um, harness the aura of being a creative. Like I can work anywhere. Like I'm actually this. Like you can't do that. Like even me in my position as a, as a black woman, I've got some people I work with. That sorry guys, I'm just setting up my um camera. I'm actually in the south of France. It's really good here. Oh, I as a black woman, I would never do that. Yeah, our fixed screen. Even if I even do you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like there's just no. <laughs>
1: virtual they really really not their benefits it, now. Do you it, understand? Like, yeah, that's yeah. mad because like imagine like you're this anybody else and you have a virtual like your virtual screen is the beach. Yeah, but like you, you're on the beach. You
3: I just feel like there's, if your company allows you to work remotely there's nothing wrong with that yeah. but know that you're confident and people know that you know you can do your job Yeah, you yeah. You understand? Don't yeah. just be coming Yeah, <laughs> that that. True. You don't really do it's work true. and then you're just showing it's in Dubai. just like... You
0: know why though? When something, like when shit hits the fan and redundancies need to start happening or some sort of restructure. They will. It's the, That's what happens though. It's true. It's they will that start thinking those things and everyone thinks like, obviously hopefully your job is always secure and things like that. But if a company does have to go through that process, those are the sort of things that
1: they'll
2: subconsciously start thinking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's true. I watched this... Um, I don't even... I don't even follow Steve Bartlett, Like, I, but I see his snippets. Yeah. And I think I saw I like a snippet him. of... Yeah, I mean, the things that I've seen have been cool. But I think I saw a snippet and he was talking about, you know, the things that you don't like, how the things that you don't know can contribute to your success in the office. And he was a bit, like, in the workplace. He was like, he had a start And when it came time for a promotion he was started thinking about this this woman who i don't know someone in office has been someone in office has been like ill or something and mm. or i don't know needed mm. something there was no first aid kit she had to run out and get plasters and she she didn't think it was above her she ran out to shop she got plasters to help her colleague or whatever and he was like oh he remembered that and made her a team player and when it came time for promotion he just had front and center of his mind that she's a team player yeah. i don't know if like the plaster thing is that deep but <laughs> like i think it's that sort of thing like yeah. you might just think oh i'm going to plaster to get a I am i your mom mm. like, yeah
3: but it helps but the issue is that when you are a woman and you are a minority, people either infantilize you or they look at you like the mammy role. So what happens is that you're doing your job but then you end up taking on more ad hoc duties than doing your actual job. Mm. Mm. So there, there has to be a balance of being a team player but at the same time, you, you have to master one. Mm. And I've seen a lot of times when I've worked with maybe other Asian or black women and they're in like technical or like legal management but then they never get the promotions but then they get the jobs of like organising Christmas party or like being wow. the person to bring teas because people just mammify them minute so I've always felt like them little cute cute things are just for white girls it can't be yeah yeah, it's not already like (laughs) black women are seen especially as like that's so sad do you mean you can't really
2: yeah do you know what my first HR role um (laughs)
1: do you know
2: what I'm laughing already I was HR admin but they also had me doing like Christmas party um the summer fun day all the like um it was called um building a better like the name of the company Mm it was called bbm mm. and um
1: make a great again That's basically
2: <laughs> and it was to do something like once every friday and i would have to order all the snacks in and like everyone would come down to like the community like mm. bit where people would have lunch and like yeah you know thanks great snacks i'm thinking hello like i'm hr, I'm <laughs> HR. like what is this but it's true what you're yeah. saying because they and it took a while i think it took maybe like Eighteen months before they actually hired somebody into a comms role, who was my friend, who I brought along, well, mm-hmm. and and expected. took over like doing communications and all that extra stuff. But before, yeah, it was me mm-hmm. doing that in HR, and they would
0: do it. HR yeah, a lot though.
1: In general I, yeah. I kind of really hate sometimes. that Like when it's like yeah. You're in HR And then I like, oh, it's like Come to organise the Christmas party Why are you why looking at me? Yeah. You need an office mm. manager Yeah, like, yeah. Even, like even office manager It better be in your JD Because like yeah. What, yeah. Why are you coming to HR Oh it's, yeah. it's the people thing No it's not It's a party it's thing not, And yeah. you guys party more than I do yeah. Although <laughs> when the EA Did start organising The Christmas party I would go along For food tasting <laughs>
4: <laughs> No I The last Christmas
1: party That we had Where I was working um, When I was Before I started my business When it came time to Organize it i was like no it was summer party actually i was like i don't want to do it does that like, we need a representative mm. from the people team i sent my advisor it's not fair i'm mm. like this is ridiculous like it's not what i want to be known for mm. oh yeah and then at the party they'll be like oh um, well done to everybody who oh yeah and the eight. Mm. that's not my <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah. i don't want it i don't want to be associated with that because yeah. people will take you they will take you less seriously yeah yeah it's, it's true they start it's true. like an like an admin like an admin yeah. bitch mm-hmm. oh
0: can you My diary, please. Oh yeah, excuse me. Can you just say? Can you just say? So, will you send it?
1: No, yeah, that's that's not what we do. The game. The game is like the game, but I really appreciate you you know because I've said on um like since I started following you, the first time I saw you was actually on um this property thing where you were talking about um um like buying your flat and stuff like that, and then that's how I, I find I first found you, and then I found like you were like an engineer and like sharing stuff like that and that's kind of why we create Ooh. this why we created this podcast like share information yeah. and like share advice and stuff mm-hmm. like that and one of the things that you know it's like the buzz thing now was like getting into tech everyone wants to get into tech it's yeah. like yeah. the way especially women in tech yeah, yeah. Like like black women, women in tech yeah are <laughs> not even in tech but <laughs> it's a separate situation but yeah. that's what everybody wants to do now yeah so you as like an engineer you what did you study at um university Um, artificial intelligence and robotics yeah so sorry
2: did you know like before you got to uni that you wanted to be in tech because I feel like that's very forward thinking
3: yeah 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 um, yeah, I was. Um, so in the beginning, when I was younger, I wanted to be an astronaut and I wanted to be an actress. And then I wanted, to wow. yeah, wow. but I wanted to be an actress because everyone was just like, oh, you're naturally funny. I would like impersonate people really good. My mom is into art and the, like music. So she pushed me towards that. But then my dad is like, no, you're actually smart. So he pushed <laughs> me towards the maths and that. So um, I ended up being really good at it. Um, In year three, I learned, like, algebra was moved up in maths to, like, year six. Then I went to... (laughs) (laughs) Then I went to secondary school and I got um, really good SATs. And in year nine, I got the highest SATs in the borough 999. Wow. Then, you know... We weren't in the same year. I didn't get that. (laughs) Died, I died. And then... um, you know what happens, you get to year 10, you think you're little bad girl and then teachers are disappointed and then got to college and I kind of like whipped myself back into shape again. Mm. So when I got the opportunity to study AI, I got like a scholarship because it was a new um, course, yeah. Yeah. but also because I used to watch quite a lot of like um, industrial and technological technological um, documentaries with my dad on like national tech like geographic mm. so i've always been that's quite so up to date yeah, yeah so yeah, dad yeah, yeah, so i've always been quite like technically up to date with like forward thinking technology so i've always wanted to like study
1: ai because of that mm. yeah mm, and so for people who like cause a lot of engineers that they studied uh like well um, most of the ones i know that study yeah. computer science mm. or it or IT. something like that what what are the options for kind of people who want to be engineers and not like who are not who don't have that degree i know there's like boot camps and stuff yeah like and there's a lot of people who say they're self-taught but how would someone go about it um i think any industry that you get into
3: if you're going in it for the money you're never going to succeed like you have to have a passion that's what i would say and working in tech i noticed that every day feels like I'm at school, every day feels like I'm studying. And plus with like the pressures of being a black woman in a white male-dominated environment, there's also a pressure that I'm always studying and I always have to get A's. So it's not necessarily a case of you have to study tech when you go to uni, but you have to have a passion. And it helps if you do have a degree in tech because it also shows employers aspects of discipline. But with the boom of the internet, with the boom of the versatile different levels of types of learning you can do you don't necessarily need a degree Mm. but you can't be lazy Mm -hmm. you have to come to the interview saying hey i have no degree in tech but here is my freelance projects Mm -hmm. that i haven't done paid here is my github profile Mm. here is my linkedin where i'm always posted like and i don't think a lot of people have that level of botheredness to just do that so having a degree shows your discipline it just gives you that step ahead Or you can join a bootcamp, but bootcamps are highly competitive. And especially if you're looking to enter the tech game with no degree minimal experience and then you're also competing with these people that are 16 doing apprenticeships mm-hmm. there is ageism to certain aspects mm. so what I would say is that if you've got a degree in tech I think that's great it gives you kind of like that leverage where you can just kind of go straight into a graduate role which pays a bit more but if you don't have a degree now and you do an apprenticeship or bootcamp make sure that you do quite a lot of self study and you do quite a lot of projects don't worry about freelancing for no money. I've done so much freelances alongside my actual job when I was younger that I wasn't getting paid for. If I heard there was a new language on the market, I'm not caring about the money. Just let me it. shadow yeah. you as a junior. I make my own projects. So when I go for my next role, oh, have you used Python SDK? Yes, I have used it. Technically, yeah. I have used yeah. it so I can show them. But I think a lot of young people now are very focused on the money. And that's mm. not a bad thing. But you have to show me why I should pay you. You know what I mean?
1: I I think it's the same with anything. Like when you go into something, you just, your first role, you just need to be in it to learn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Get your foot in the door.
2: I think there's a lot of pressure on young people, but it's almost imaginary pressure that they've put there themselves of, you know, Oh, I have to buy a house by 25. I should be on 50 K by the time I'm 22. But my first job, I, I, like in HR I wasn't even on an annual salary I was, per hour. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I was per hour it was like nine pounds 50 per hour like I yeah. wasn't do you know what I mean so I feel like yeah a lot of young people don't want to kind of mm. put the heart I feel like we're battering young people today but yeah. they don't always want to put the hard work in front I, of I think yeah. it's the money now as well
0: it's like sometimes yeah like when the hard work is I just want that it's
2: money the short-term now. gratification I mean, I, I mentality for, yeah for
1: a lot of um Young people now actually, because I feel like the like the internet is full of nonsense. Especially like if yeah. it, I I like Twitter. Yeah. And, like I'm on like we all use Twitter, but like I feel like even if you just go there, the kind of nonsense. It's ridiculous. Like, if you really believe everything that you read on Twitter, <laughs> but you'll people think peop- do. Yeah, but your the problem. It's they ridiculous. they think that they're not earning enough money, but they're yeah. earning the normal doing money. Enough, yeah. yeah, they're doing it enough, is, but yeah. they feel like they're not because. Twitter came and told them that if you don't earn fifty, mo- most people in this UK will never see fifty k in their lifetime. It's true. Yeah. People don't want to hear that. They don't, <laughs> they don't no. want to I mean, it. it's, not, it's not to say that you can't do it. It's that. not to say that you can't do it. And I think if you want to earn money, you can earn money. Yeah, of course. But if you're at a certain stage, that like if you're in your early twenties and you're not uh, there, if you're there, I applaud great. you. It's great for you, and I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah. But if you're not there, like you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. But they yeah. don't know that they don't have the again the f- foresight isn't there yeah it's just they now it's just right here. now but
2: then like leading us onto like a certain topic when people are honest about their salary mm. people don't want to hear it yeah. it
1: depends yeah. on what the salary
2: is but yeah if, if, it's, people, if well. it's like <laughs> yeah yeah it's
1: true if it's like 25k everyone we'll be like, oh, well, be well, like, I well I done, I'm all done. That's That's last, yeah year. yeah
3: k. Yeah. I feel like mm. even in regards to like young people have an expectation of like what to earn I also feel like that pressure is there because we've got such an overconsumption of social media because Mm. we don't have community, people are lonely. Mm. So when you allow certain things to enter like your eye gate or your spirit, you start to internalise it. Mm. But if the social media was, if we didn't have COVID and we had a social media shutdown, a lot of people will be be happy because you realise that you're an individual going through life and everybody's life trajectory is different. But... When you're young and impressionable, we don't have community centers, we don't have maybe leaders in our community that are outside of the realms of rap, yeah. only fans and music, that are only these big not these fans. big, <laughs> only, these big figures. People, hence why I said people are going into the corporate space with that freelancing creative yeah. mindset. And it's yeah, like it's true. no, you gotta like work. Like, yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. not a by the beach pool of graphic <laughs> jobs, like you can't <laughs> work. <write, like, laughs> <laughs> or like what, what can my dog day in the life a graduate person like what can my dog me, like you not i spent working so many in of dubai them. yeah it's
0: just, it's
2: just it's terrible it's what it is yeah it's terrible it's like um did you see when um it was during the peak of covid there was a paramedic who was saying like you know what she's going through during yeah. lockdown and stuff and everyone's like oh thank you for your services blah blah and then in another video she gets into her um aldi car
1: I and everyone switched on her. I remember. Everyone switched on I her remember, I remember. <laughs> like like can, switched like, on, her on social
2: media. Yeah. They were like, oh, like how can you, how
1: can you drive driving out. Yeah. An hour kind of money. It's like, in this country, I, like, I really think that like, this is why, when, when you said public sector, I said it could never be me. Because <laughs> people, like, they want people that work in the public sector to be slaves. Yeah. And, like, when it comes to charities and the public sector, what I don't like is that you know there's there's no there's not money so they expect you to do it for the for the good of good, the people yeah, and yeah. i don't like that like pay people yeah. Especially if they're doing something that is like you know valid but it's like they know like, when you are for a charity your salary will be 10 15k less and mm-hmm. they'll tell you yeah but you know the good cause mm-hmm. yeah i am for the good cause but, but I, wanna get, I don't want to become pay the pay good cause yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no i agree <laughs> Um, so i also think that people are like quite like Secretive as well mm. Like um, Because there's a lot of shame Attached to salaries mm. And a lot of like I don't know People fear the evil eye There's loads of reasons Why people don't share But <laughs> We don't We're not really good at Like Well not all of us But we're not good at sharing Yeah Like When uh, you say us You mean just <laughs> People Just people okay. in general Like
0: Maybe, UK is very, yeah, very... Yeah. yeah, it's like... And,
1: and talking about money is still quite... Taboo. taboo. Yeah. Yeah, and like... Do you know what? Remember when... um So when I was in the metro and then it was like, oh, this is... Like, they put that clickbaity. Um, headline out, saying that this person spent this much on a oh, you haven't been here, yeah, NBA, yeah. yeah say, save this much or whatever. Everyone was doing up, think piece on or why it's not a good financial decision or why it is, or some people were like really great of all the people. You know, I got one DM asking how much money I made when I bought the flat. No one so asked, no, me. One no ever, nobody no bothered to know. ask. Everyone was <laughs> speculating. I only had, and it was a white girl. You see mm, Not yeah. one person The only person Who asked me How much money I earned Was earning when I bought my flat To get the context Yeah 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 Which one is one person. One person one one People one. don't want that I know yeah, it was trending All over black like Twitter But it was only one person And she was white She yeah, didn't like, oh, Do you mind how people, I asked If I ask this question do you know how mad that is because so we're having this conversation about someone buying something and everyone's talking about it but no one is even interested in getting the context yeah. and, or no one is confident enough to ask the question i told no. the person because it's not it wasn't a secret it's yeah so people are that's there what for the the
0: bad issues. vibes yeah that's what i the feel issues.
3: like it's also because when you see somebody in your community achieve something that's the top one percent not necessarily in regards to salary but it's outside like i said the realms of rap or music there's you've are now. you now become a reflection of the inadequacies because it's very mm. easy to look at somebody and go, like, oh, yeah, she's got a beautiful body. She made a meal last time, fans. Okay, cool, because she's buff. Or, oh, <laughs> this person um, is a rapper and they went viral and they're a millionaire. Okay, because people glamorise yeah. things that edify um, sexual music or escapism. Mm-hmm. But when you're somebody that you've made a good salary outside of the roles of that, you now are a reflection of their inadequacies because they're thinking... You look like me. You sound like me. You talk like me. How did you do it? And yeah. why not me? No,
1: that, I think mm. that is. That, yes, yeah. that's so valid. And it,
3: you show that, wow, like it can be done, and it's almost embarrassing, isn't it? Because I like I've come from a working class background. I wasn't born into money. I don't know your background. So when you live in a community where people have allowed themselves to be enthralled in emotionalism of. Constantly blaming the system and not taking accountability. When you see somebody from said system and they've done well, you feel like you're. The system does exist, though. huh?
1: The system does exist. Though.
3: No, the system does exist, <laughs> but then it's like, does the system exist, or are you taking accountability yeah, as well? Exactly.
1: It's both. It's both. Do you know it's what I mean? It's and both. People
3: lean on towards one
1: side. Yeah. No, it's yeah. I, yeah, I completely get that. I'm like, we when like, I always say when I have kids, I want to raise my kids to understand. The system, but also know that it is possible to yeah. achieve. Of yeah. Yeah. yeah, of to course. To just yeah. to know these these are the constraints you're working in, but it's possible. That like, it. that mentality. Yeah. That you know that I don't say chip on shoulder, and the chip is real. Like it's there. We all carry <laughs> yeah. it, right? But like I've I always found actually when you go into workplaces in corporate, a lot of the people do really 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 well a lot of the black people i mean they were literally not born in this country yeah like yeah, and I, I, agree. I think part of that is because they didn't grow up being a minority they just grew oh, wow. up they yeah. grew up actually in privilege from where a lot of the time they grew up they either grew up in privilege from where you they're what, from right. or they yeah. at least didn't grow up being a minority no one told them you can't do because you're black if they couldn't mm. do it because they some, some like you can't do because you're not smart. Or do you know what I mean? But things mm, yeah. that they could mm. overcome. So when they come here, they don't have that mentality of, I can't do it. Mm. They even have like that, you know, why can't What's I do it? But yeah, well, do you mean, know what as
3: well? It's because they're more grateful because they understand the power of the pound. They understand the power of, wow, I'm actually in the UK or US. But I think when you're here, you're slightly spoiled. Mm. Because if we are talking about this aspect of the system holding black people back, why can somebody that got a scholarship from a village in Ghana come here and go to Oxford, but you that was born here, you mm. can't?
0: It's true. I'm not being funny, but
1: it's entitlement as well. It's, because I, I think it's in, there's some entitlement, but it's also some like, I think it's a lot of the time people have either beat themselves down or they've been beaten down. They don't they, even think that they can't do it. They're not told that that's their aspiration. Whereas if you're coming from another country, like if I'm if I'm moving here from another country, I'm thinking, listen, if I'm using all my money to go to this place, I will you be want a the, success. And you want the yeah, must yeah, yeah, of yeah. everything. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. like,
0: if it's Oxford, it's Oxford. If it's whatever job you're at, if it's the best bank, that's where you want to go. But if you are here already, you go, you go in school and a teacher will be like... You're not going to uni. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? mm. it, it's already sort of started... started it starts from young. Yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah it's it it starts starts like from oh, young. only three people this year went to Oxford. Okay, there's like 180 of us in this mm. year. Who's so going what happened happen so? to the rest? Yeah. yeah. So it is kind of told you that. But when you're in, I don't know, other countries, for example, as you're growing up, your dad's telling you you're going to Oxford. Yeah. 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 You're going wow. to here. So yeah. No, it's, it's different. It's mm-hmm.
1: just there's, there's so there's so many. There's so many layers to it. I just want, like... <laughs> I just want people to wake up and understand, like, the power that they have. It was really sad. Like, I had a really rubbish start to the day. Nothing to do with really me, but... So I have... Um, where I used to work, there was... A, um, I hired a Kickstarter and um, as a HR administrator. Since I've left my last place, there's a new head of people who's come in and she's basically, like, decided to switch up the team. to doing a restructure. Mm. She, um... I won't speak too much on her, but she has made him redundant. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you what Mummy's saying because it's, it's public. So he basically lost his job, and he um is his confidence has been just not for six. Like it's really bad. So like I put him forward for a role. He didn't get the role, but he was top two. Like he did really, really, really good. Putting forward for another role. I was going and prepping with him yesterday, and he was just. Like, I don't think I can do this. And like wow. he was literally like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. You can do this, and this is somebody who has done the role. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just so You're gets confidence. Knocks. And he just yeah. said, I'm not doing it. So he pulled out of the interview. Oh. I had to spend an hour talking to him today to get him to get back in, and we've yeah. rescheduled it for Friday now. Mm. And but not everybody like is, as a recruiter, I don't even have time to do that, but I can do it because I know you. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. not everybody has that, and that is the impact of one person. Like making a decision that you're not good enough, yeah, and yeah. you don't fit into this yeah. thing, and see the impact that it can have on people. Yeah. And Imagine I think that for that's, your life.
2: That's why a lot of the younger generation are going into down the self-employed route, and that creativity yeah. that you're yeah. talking about to avoid that.
0: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think there's not a people are not real about it. Like sometimes people, I don't want to work for. Like you get loads of people opting out of employment. So you know, you said you said employment actually. Yeah. Um, why was that actually? Out self-employment versus employed you said employed um because i've been uh, i started
3: my career um being self-employed and the reason why is because i felt that as a young black woman from tech there were so many um vertices of isms that i faced if Mm -hmm. it was so it's very hard to know that have i sometimes had a difficult work environment because i'm black because i'm a woman am i suffering from racism sexism classism ages and what it is Mm. (laughs) but what i noticed is that whatever ism that i'm facing i've always been more digestible dare i say to white people when i'm not a part of the fixed furniture when i'm kind of like i can come in the world and i'm doing the job as a contractor but they don't have to digest me inviting me out to work drinks or blah 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 Mm. so that's why self-employment is good for me but in regards to why I chose employment, it's more so a reflection of career um, progression. Sure. I found it easier for somebody working in tech to contract because via self-employed because I got a faster, um, I got dipped into the deep end quite quickly, I got to choose what kind of like environments I want to work in, you network a bit more quicker. But if you're not in tech, working employed for a certain level, it does provide stability. Mm. And I think every other job apart from tech, you escalate based on your ability to network. Mm. I chose employed also because of my mom now, so it's just a bit more better in regards. To like um, I wouldn't even say stability because my day rate can hold me more probably than a perm, but it's just where I want to go in my career and build myself. Mm. It's you get to a point where with the contracting issue is that you don't want to be a jack of all trades, and what I've noticed is that. Unless you want to stay as an IC, which is an individual contributor, then stay contracting. But if you want to go into management, strategic directorship or partnership even, cool, we can give you the contract, you can do the job, but what's your longevity like? Mm. And that's what separates, dare I say it, the nerds from what we call the tech unicorns. Because nerds will come in and they will do the job and they will do it great. Tech unicorns have the ability to have personality, explain Mm. technical issues in layman terms, and do the job mm. so that's what i've always been seen as more of a unicorn because i don't fit the stereotypical mm. nerdy
1: mm-hmm. kind of mindset it's really interesting in sense, yeah so in terms of like people like you know there's a lot of like employment shaming as well yeah a lot of people are like, oh, yeah and working a nine-to-five x y and <sighs> z and it just annoys me because like the ceo of barclays is employed nine to five, and, and no one ever like no one ever said Says, he's oh, a sellout he cause, yeah. do you know what i mean but i think a lot of people sometimes are not being honest with themselves like the reason they're saying they don't want to work is not because it's a chumps game is because they've had poor experiences mm. and now they're like self-selecting out mm. and saying no mm. yeah. oh, i don't want to work a bit of because fear isn't yeah, it i think it's also yeah. uh, we
3: lack this people lack discipline Working a Mm. nine-to-five requires you to be disciplined. Working nine-to-five requires you to put your pride over your mouth. And Do you get what I mean? Not many Mm. people want to do that because they feel entitled. Also, there's an aspect of we're taking on a lot of American culture. American black people, I've got a family in America. The reason why they're so against nine-to-five is because America was built off the the back of black slaves. Mm. So working nine-to-five in a structure that was of black people it's kind of like you're constantly giving back to the white man so I understand why you wouldn't want to work I mean, 9 to 5 we're kind of doing that here we're, we're kind of doing, doing that here more far removed yeah <laughs> we're kind of doing that here but I feel like when people bash people that mm-hmm. work 9 to 5 it's not because these people are entrepreneurship minded yeah, yeah. it's coming with an aspect of pretentiousness and delusion that if they don't work 9 to 5 they're going to be a millionaire next year or yeah. hundred next yeah. year but mm-hmm. they don't understand that even for the great people that are self-employed we learn how to be a good... So uh, we learn how to be good in at serving 95. others because we have served others in employment. Yeah. We've learned that discipline. There's so much things that I've learned from being an employee that I can use for my side hustles or for my contracting business because I was humble enough to learn. Mm. But if you're going in on, oh, no, I don't want anyone to do like well, I'm awake at nine a.m. Blah, blah, <laughs> I, you're not gonna. But
2: I I hear what you're saying, and yeah. I I agree that you do learn a lot when you're in a nine to five, especially if you're someone who eventually wants to work for themselves. Themselves. but yeah. i actually think the opposite about discipline because if i'm having a rubbish day i'll still get paid like no I, you still, when you're contracting you
1: still do as well no as in no, like if you're
2: self-employed, if you're self-employed yeah. you have to work like it otherwise on you on not contracting yeah, yeah. self-employed oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you have to work otherwise you're not making money yeah, you I'm have money. to go out and find your money i have to Regardless. go out and find my money. If, <laughs> if, if sorry if i want to um you know watch Netflix and tell if I tell my manager Look, I'm having a bad day like I can't work today, it's fine like I don't have that those same yeah. pressures that somebody who's self employed will have yeah. so i I do think the discipline is different. I think we have certain um like we we'll, we'll have deadlines and targets that we have to meet based on other people
3: yeah
2: but i I do think the the discipline aspect is different, and I'll say as well like um we can we can plan better because we're in employment if i want to have another baby i I can do that without really thinking okay yeah like okay i can still save but i mean i don't i don't have to because i'm gonna get maternity pay Mm -hmm. i've I've got stocks i've got all these things but if i'm self-employed i have to really like do an architect's Mm -hmm. plan about my reality though so yeah so when you're
1: talking about um you know, you need to be disciplined. A lot of the people who are doing the employment shaming, they're not even. They're, yeah, they're not disciplined. They're
3: not the ones. that's It's different. Like if maybe you're talking about somebody like yourself, where you're running your own business and you have to do your whole 360 model of gauging clients, nurturing clients. That's different. But it's more so. A lot of people, when I say discipline, it's not necessarily discipline in adherence to waking up early. It's just discipline of self. How do you talk to people? How do you conduct yourself? Stuff like yeah. that—they just don't have it. And yeah. That's why. But those, in those people are not
2: self-employed. But
3: that's what say, like, <laughs> or that's or why. That's why in our community <laughs> what, what, what we have such police? bad customer service. Do you know what a good example is? They can get me started on that. Um,
0: these Instagram businesses.
3: That's what she just said. No, but that's why we have such bad customer service yeah. because you're looking down on people that do 95 on from pretentious and delusional aspects. But you're not disciplined. Like you, you don't know how to talk to people. You don't reply to invoices on time. You don't. You're
1: posting like, to your story yeah.
2: saying, "If I don't come in my hair ready, that's an effort." If I, I <laughs> start atting
1: people now, it's they'll
2: not. say I'm mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think... And a lot of people that talk about it being a chumps get they haven't made it in the self-employment game. Mm, yeah. They're and just I, talking. They haven't. Yeah, yes. they haven't done it. So and a lot of them are employed. They're like, I can't wait. Working for them... Working for someone is the ghetto. And I work for myself now, and it is a little bit of the ghetto. Like, yeah. it's hard. And, like... Hopefully in the future it will get easier. All, yeah, but like, yeah. You have to be the chief cook, bottle washer, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. You have to do your marketing. You have to do your business development. Mm-hmm. You have to do your accounting. It's you a have lot. Do your sales. You have like go, yeah, you have to do all of those things. So I definitely think that it does require like more discipline than yeah. being in employment. But mm-hmm. the people who are usually the ones talking about it, they haven't got a clue because they haven't yeah, been they don't in have that, There's a difference yeah. between being an entrepreneur and setting up
3: a limited company and company house that's not an entrepreneur. You've set up a a company. But I think when people are coming into the scene with this delusional, pretentious attitude, it's like, I all believe in the power of like law of attraction and manifestation and act how you are, but you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that maybe people that I've worked with that have a more humble attitude, they get there faster than those that went on it to shit on others because they have the money. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean about discipline. Discipline isn't just, oh, I can wake up in the mornings. It's about discipline to learn how do you treat mm. people are you going out? are you generating sales? like it's a whole are you constantly learning i just don't think a lot of people have it that's why i don't really like the rhetoric of um i, w- I don't like nine to fives because you're just encouraging a generation to just to be lazy because people
1: people and again not bashing young people but that's why I, say I feel sorry for them like we were we had the grace to grow up kind of like what i got facebook when i was in like Sixth form, right? Oh, really? Wow. Oh, that's, that's late. from, from uh, yeah, yeah, that is late. From I second, had it in I secondary school. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had form. it in secondary I'm school. I'm older. I'm two years older than you guys.
2: No, I don't do no, that. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> <So laughs> so, when
1: I was like 16. You guys would have been like 14.
2: You're one year older than me, first of all. I had it in <laughs> secondary school. <laughs> 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 I definitely had
0: it in secondary school. Hey. Yeah, because all my school
1: pics are on Facebook. Yeah, same. i back down memory lane. You go on Facebook. Yeah. I'm late in it. I'm late from from from. So many years ago, we don't want to try. <laughs> but, um but like we we had the grace, like, and even then, what was Facebook, Bebo, like all of that yeah. stuff that we oh, were doing? Bebo. High five, like send love. It's I'm not Bebo, <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like it wasn't toxic, like, that. and you were just connected with your friends. Like, yeah, well, you, only thing that you were really engaging with were your friends, it's people were that were not your strangers. World, just big, yeah, it's your right. circle, yeah. your 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 network, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now the exposure, that exposure. is so much that. Like, you could have just been content. You and your friends are all on the same level. You're buying the same things, wearing the same clothes. Now, social media has a really great impact on being able to open your eyes to things that you haven't seen. But then it can also be, like, really... ...detrimental. So then you start to absorb all this, oh, nine to five. You you decide you want to be an entrepreneur. not a bad thing, but you need to have the reality of what that looks like. Mm. You decide that you need to earn a certain amount of money. And and because you have that mentality, you become very discontented, even with good things, because you you haven't waited. But people don't
2: want that help. Like, you... You wanted to help people, mm. and the like the the, the reaction, backlash. yeah, the backlash yeah. was yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. you know, because Lola was saying earlier, like she followed you on all socials and stuff. I I didn't, I didn't know you from nowhere until oh wow until that day. Yeah, so. until if you know, you know. Yeah. But like until yeah. that day, but I I saw like the responses and I, mm. I i didn't see a positive response but what you were doing was very positive yeah so it was interesting just
1: to, to I, see i still share like some of the stuff that you've put i share when when people tell me they want to work in tech or whatever like i will like i've bookmarked so many things so i'll share stuff like and stuff that you've written or that video this yeah. video. Like i'll share it with everybody so mm. like the more content that's out there like the better but people are just not used to receiving it and they can't accept sometimes people can't accept some people are good guys but sometimes people can't accept the spirit in which something was done because it has that lens of like the reflection of like their inadequacies because yeah yeah being in our own like our own lane or our own lane Mm -hmm. like even now like and i realized that when i bought my flat i put some video and i think i put my age in it i don't even know if it's still there i i feel like i hopefully have taken it out but like I feel like I don't. I realized after I was contributing to that sort of thing because buy when you when you're ready to buy. Now we see all these like 22. I'm 22. I know. With grace, thanks to God, like I bought my first home and that, I'm happy. Yeah, you for started that trend. Pardon. I'll say you contributed to that. No, i no, not no, in a no, bad way. But but everything. What I'm saying. You, I don't think.
3: Before you done that, I would never. I don't see people being like, "Oh, I've got the that like, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. And the thing is, in even that, that came from a pure place because I was like, when I was looking on YouTube, yeah. should I live on YouTube. Well, Not even that. Like when I was, everybody I was coming across on YouTube who had like they were much older, mm-hmm. and then when they were younger, so it you were was proud. Called, like, yeah, yeah, well. yeah, so, yeah. So, exactly. so that people could find and understand like okay this is someone who again similar background looks like you yeah, yeah. and um, but everybody else was like oh my parents gave me this much money but even then I got dragged because I lived at home yeah I so saw you, that so, so, yeah. you want, so you want me to <laughs> I like, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so are you okay because I, I didn't because I didn't because I have family circumstances that mean that I could live at home but, but unless
3: it's like you grew up in a foster hair, um, care they want to they want to be and the then dog. even then it's like, what I found out from like going viral of my salary is that, so when I think when you went viral, I don't know if, I think I messaged you like, oh yeah, that's cool because shortly after. That, I think that's how, yeah, 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 it Because I'm thinking, fair enough, you're saying that you don't want to like, um, contribute to the age factor, but why
1: the it's not? Like, Do you understand like like that? a black yeah. girl from not ends, to, Not to make people
3: feel bad. Did you get what yeah. I mean? yeah. But then um, even I noticed with my salary, transparency, it's like, you have to come from like, Nothing. Nothing. This is not a rap story. story. Yeah. I'm not a rapper. I'm not gonna be like Oh my mom never I'm fed shot. me. No, no, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not my reality. Yeah. <laughs> I did leave, leave, uh, move out of home. But in my head, it's like, that's not my story. And yeah. it's like, yeah. people then start to throw hypothetical situations. I remember saying, oh, how did you um, learn how to code? Oh, I went to uni. Or oh, by the fact that you even had the privilege, a privilege. Of, like, as a black, cis, hetero woman come to on, go man. to uni, what about the people in Africa? Are you somebody in Africa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you let, thinking let like, me? it's weird. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it, and it's like, <laughs> so it's, it's really sad when yeah. you have black people that come from these working class environments that are like, basically negging you and at the same time wanting you to like it's weird. comparing you to hypothetical situations that they're not in and i think that's what separates people maybe like yourself or like i've gone to so many conferences where i used to do sales and you've got white men from pretty backgrounds being like if you want to make it just make it do <laughs> you know what i mean but in my in my head as a black person you're thinking like oh, it's good for you so yeah well, y- you gave yeah okay yeah. so but hours. Like it doesn't negate from the jewels that they have you chew the meat and you spit out the bones I've got what I wanted from the conference yeah. I'm not gonna neg somebody because of the everybody in this world has certain things that you don't have so Molly mm. Mae Molly Mae is a cis white blonde Aryan woman with blue eyes and blonde Aryan. hair <laughs> she is from the Caucasus mountains right <laughs> so in the world we live in and she's attractive, she has privilege but when I listened to her interview they saw some gems that I took yeah. I didn't yeah. need no, to I dox her yeah. I didn't think it was that threat. bad no, yeah, she's, yeah. Yeah. do you know mean? so it's yeah. like When you've got... I think the only reason why a lot of black women were angry with Molly Mae is because now that we live in a time where we're enforcing this soft-guard black luxury, a lot of black women are modelling off that from being white. So when you mm -hmm. see a white person in privilege say, there's 24 hours in a day, you think, wait a minute. It's it's, it's that reflection of inequity. It's like, why are you trying
1: to say that we're the same?
3: Because if we were the same, I would be like you. I would be there. But it's like, because in their head, they think that they're they're like Molly Mae mm. I hear it the internet has given people a false sense of proximity that in real life you'll never rub shoulders with these people mm. but you know what I
2: hear it but people moan too much man like
3: <laughs> no, but come on how many
2: times did you see that on Tumblr that oh um, if Beyonce You're can see Tumblr. Jay-Z then, At, then Tumblr no, no. <laughs> Tumblr <laughs> It's
3: Tumblr about no but, no but <laughs> back,
2: in, back in the day people would be like oh if Jay-Z can make time to see Beyonce yeah, then yeah, your yeah, man yeah, can yeah, make time to see stuff Based, Molly Mae was reading baby. One of those memes She literally probably Scrolled and was like You and, know and, and We have is, the same 24 her, hours I mean, she's, 20, as well. she's 22
1: Or 20, Sound like that even There's so many different types of privilege Like you have, And you have to do What works for you Like What did I say like Was it like A few months ago Or maybe even last year Molly Mae d- Dissolved her lip fillers yeah. yeah You don't need them no more She's clear she's it's gone true. before she needed them because that was the aesthetic that she was pushing and it was going to help her get, so but now yeah, she's yeah. gone to a place where she's, she's like, like i don't need right? to do these lip fillers. she knows her, she knows her, her market her, her yeah market. i'm a molly she's may like, fan okay,
2: huh? I'm, a molly Listen, I'm a fan, fan of, of anybody yeah. who
1: takes what they have and makes not just lemons wine champagne <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, everything I, I can and i can understand again you again what you said chew the meat spit the bones like it's this is yeah, exactly that like so you can take important. what you want it's from everything so and then you can understand but there, is, nobody is going to understand like when it comes to like race and social mobility and all this kind of stuff i always say like even when i was talking about like even relationships, some people say that they can never be in interracial relationship and stuff like that. I'm like, the only type of interracial relationship I could be in would be one where you know that you will never understand my lived experience, and mm. that is so important. And people yeah. need to appreciate that. A lot of these white people, it's even true. people that want to be allies or whatever, they will never fully understand, understand. your lived mm. experience. So stop coming on the internet expecting them to because they won't. It's true. Yeah. They and won't. it's not
3: their fault. And also, like even in regards to like aspects of um, dating, when it comes to social mobility, I find it like strange but i understand why people talk about the difficulties of dating interracially but we're going to go towards a generation where the difficulty of interracial relationships won't be an issue it will be an issue of class Mm. because I don't bond with people based on the colour I bond with people based on their class mm. I can get along with a white girl that comes from a working class background that hasn't assimilated but we're well, in the same place but mm. I would never get along with a Nigerian babe from who went to private school in Victoria Island or something yeah. like that because it's just not the same yeah. so there's, there's different aspects of like class that's involved with social mobility so even though for myself I came from working class background I'm third generation British
4: mm.
3: like my mum was born here my grandma came here very young. So what, second generation? My dad came here very young. So I think there was also certain game that was passed on to me because my mom knew the system yeah. mm. and my dad saw it. Mm. So even then it's like there's, there's an issue of class as well when you date people.
1: Mm. I get that I just think like I feel like we've gone way off But I like, I like it I like it But I feel like We also need to just stop Beating people up For having privilege like,
0: uh-huh. but ha- <laughs> Everybody no, has true. Everybody it has is.
1: A privilege And also everybody. It's not somebody's fault For having privilege And forcing people To acknowledge it Like any, In everything Sometimes you need to acknowledge it It depends because Like If you're putting something out That could be harmful Without context Yeah Like I get it but in general everybody has privilege Every like even me person. that like even if you grew up poor if you feel like you grew up, I had the privilege of living at home with my mom and having to you've try not not to fight in London. Place. Like, yeah, to... Yeah. Do you know what that's I mean? mean yeah. Like, oh, I had the privilege of living in London. We have proximity to, to jobs. Yeah. You know, you have the privilege of being able-bodied, being educated, able-bodied, yeah. Like, yeah. being heterosexual. Yeah, you know what I mean. Being buff, like we all have different privilege. And then people that are able-bodied. <laughs> 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 There's different
3: levels, and so then you've got people that are maybe not able-bodied but they're white has privilege over somebody who's mm-hmm. not able-bodied and black but mm-hmm. if you're gonna constantly it's a struggle into, Olympics yeah like if, exactly everything. if you're gonna constantly delve into emotionalism and not take what you need from people then you're never gonna get far yeah. you're not gonna listen to somebody that has good advice on how to get into HR because they're white but disabled
1: like come on after yeah. a while, you know, what I think it's really funny especially when it comes to careers like that to me i want to be saying that every episode now because no, I so I really relevant. like it, it yeah, yeah, like, right. but it's it's so funny because most of my audience that, like, when I make videos on YouTube about careers or HR or whatever, most of my audience is, is actually, is, is, is black. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. but I'd say, I'd say, but I get a lot of comments from people who are, who aren't. So a lot of, like, most of my audience is black. They're the ones who are most likely to to my stuff. But I have a lot, like, people who live comments and stuff, a lot of them are, a lot of them are white and stuff mm. like that. I feel like a lot of the time we, we're opting out of listening to people who have things to tell us because... They don't look like us Yeah Mm -hmm. And whereas white people Will literally come and search Like if I If I see videos I'm gonna go for the black one But I will also make sure I get a range of stuff Yeah Mm -hmm. But sometimes we're opting out Of listening Like not just online But listening to people Or taking things from people Because we feel like Their experience is different And they're not gonna understand But there's so many Even if there's one thing That you take away From somebody in your career Mm. Like I Most Most of the stuff That I learned early in my career Because of where I was working I learned from old white men are they the most successful?
3: I learned mm-hmm. from Asians. Oh, yeah. Okay. South Asians, <laughs> yeah. 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 It, I learned more so sense. they're just their work ethic. Like, I, they, would, they are seen as people of colour, but they're like the crown jewels, you know, the relationship between, like, South Asia and mm-hmm. Britain. But when work starts at nine, they will be in at 7.45. Mm. Not because they're working, but because they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I really respect about South Asians. They have... They are also melanated, but their work ethic and how they've built their community since impeccable. So, a lot of my work ethic does come from South Asians. And a lot of the people that I have seen or I've helped me in my career that, I call, that I've seen as my destiny helpers have been white people.
1: Mm. But you know, when it comes to the, like South Asians, I also feel like that's something that. It works for them, but sometimes they get abused for it as well. They try to be white sometimes. Well, a lot of times people forget that you you have some privilege, but you don't have it all. Yeah. And then also, like, people see, like, there's stereotypes that affect us. So, you know, black people, we don't have the stereotype of being really hardworking. That's not our stereotype, in it? But that is a stereotype that people do with, like, South Mm Asians. So a lot of the time, if you see in the workplace, people will pile on the thing, they'll be helpful, they'll get drowned with work. So I think even then, like, everybody is suffering with something else whereas yeah. we're trying for everyone to think that we're hard working they're trying to get away from the sometimes they're trying to get away from the whole thing of like i can do anything drown me in work mm. everybody yeah. has their own thing that's why you just have to take what you can from, from take situations can from people, yeah, yeah mm. and then just learn as much as you can
0: i was gonna say sorry just to go back um so when you both sort of shared your stories um mm-hmm. and you got the backlash that you got how did that make you feel? Because I'm just trying to think: what's the answer? What's the solution? Is it that people don't talk about their salary transparency anymore? They don't inspire people because, yeah. on the flip side, we've seen so many positives that have come out of people that have been in like um, similar situations to you or like top exec situ- um yeah. positions, and it's really inspiring. So, what's the what's the answer here? Do we just stop talking about it, or do we? Continue and sort of just drown out the white
3: noise oh gosh um what i've learned from that scenario is that it's not about not talking about it mm. but talking about it in spaces environments that are safe or ki- what we call like yeah. table kitchen conversations right so um linkedin absolutely ate it up they loved it okay linkedin loved it mm. instagram was a bit more nicer twitter was rubbish so mm. you know, yeah <laughs> like, twitter was crazy so oh in gosh. my head it's like it's not to say that I would never be for salary transparency because obviously like I have been, but mm. it's about talking about it in safe spaces yeah. or around people that are talking about it from a place where even if they're not on what you're on, they are not insecure in the potential to get there.
0: Right.
3: So, and also you have to back it up in it. Like even if I get a job that adds 50K on my salary and looks like, hey guys, 50K on my salary, I wouldn't do that <laughs> because there's also like an aspect of, um, danger right Mm. because the more money you earn especially with the cost of living the more crime there is more people get a bit more hungry and i know now why a lot of the elders that got their like corporate jobs back in the day move off the ends because you're not able to enjoy the fruit of your labor without feeling like you're in danger and i've always said to my family and friends that when I went viral on Twitter for like exposing my salary, if I had been a young black man, I think I, I, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah if cool. I was a young black boy, then you think I could just go to a party and ask me? Like obviously, man, no. Like <laughs> it would never be the New case. Target, but yeah. I think there's an aspect of like being a woman. Like okay, cool. Like girl boss, people want to hate mm. if they can, whatever. But I only have that grace because I'm a black woman. If I was mm. a black man, it would be very different. So mm. I can understand why people like move off their ends or just kind of go and it because, unfortunately it seems like we're not in a place in a society where maybe we can celebrate others. And I don't know why, because I haven't necessarily seen it myself, but I know that after I went viral, there was like a chain reaction of other like micro-influences that their old tweets were being dragged up right at the top of their Mm. like, not top of their career, but when they were like going places. So I just feel like if you want to be transparent about your salary, even if you're doing it for a good cause, unless you want that to be your brand, I wouldn't bother. Mm. Because even it changes like, how you can talk to people because now people will be hyper scrutinizing or being critical of how you speak and what you joke about because they just want to jump on you because maybe they want to get shit off their chest in it yeah Yeah. so even i've been in situations where i've gone to restaurants with friends and they've brought their friends and maybe the bills come and somebody that maybe has clocked me on from twitter has been oh i'm sure you can pay it though and yeah. it's like, I can, but <laughs> well, I don't want to. Well, what's your but point? Know. Yeah. You know that whole spirit of like, all yeah. right, big money girl. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. On, after a while, it's like, I have anxiety now. Okay, So in places, like, my friend invited me to go to a party, but it was kind of like in the hood. And I'm just like, why do I have to, like, take on my vancli? So like, it's too much. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. In the hood. like, like yeah. yeah, you can't. I just, so
1: I just feel like. <laughs> you're like, if anybody else are poor. <laughs> and,
3: if, and if you want, if you do want to be transparent with your salary, I would say, um also just do it in a safe environment Mm. and I if I can go back in time Mm. I wouldn't have done it because Mm. you want to give people the opportunity to fall in love with your heart and not your hand Mm. so a lot of the times like I don't mind making friends off social media but I'm always in a paro state of mind like what's your intention like why are you Mm. trying to like be my friend or I'm only felt comfortable with like coming with you guys to the podcast because I know that she knows some mutual friends but Mm. when this Eric kind of bookies I was just like
1: Going so, for the yeah, yeah. To, going for the city? So, like, where, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you know?
3: so it is kind of like a it's <laughs> so funny. I think salary <laughs> transparency is okay to share amongst like close friends. Mm. Maybe when talking about house purchase mm. or weddings and finances, but I don't think it's something that you should just out. The only reason why I felt comfortable to do that is because what before my study of transparency, I've been in the tech community doing free workshops and helping people to get into tech. So, mm. and a lot of my like fan base, though, I say on Twitter were Americans. So, you know, mm. Americans love that shit. Yeah. So they were like, i like, yeah, girl, they like a black woman yeah. tech. And a lot of them added me, was like, you should come to the States. But it was just the London black community that was just like, okay, so, because you're And
1: there. you know, we've spoken about economies yeah. and stuff as well. One thing that we've definitely agreed on is that there just is like, you can, because you say you, earn like a lot of money or you you do earn a lot of money like relative to the average yeah. doesn't mean that you don't appreciate what ordinary looks like what, yeah, what average yeah. looks like so i think that's something to like understand because let's say like you're contracting or you have a job which earns a certain amount of money that's not to say that you're delusional that like you don't understand yeah. that that's not normal yeah. so you can look at yourself and think okay i'm in the x percentage and and that's cool but everybody it's not it's not like I will look down on people who don't. And I think that's the thing that people sometimes expect, Mm. that, like, once... If you earn a certain amount of money, that you're going to think something about people that don't, and then that can impact the energy that they come with. Mm. I
3: think when you earn a certain type of money, it's not that you start to look down on people, but I do think that sometimes you can develop a bit of a saviour complex because you're like, hey, there's a way out. You don't have to do this anymore. Or sometimes I noticed that I started looking at certain maybe friends or associates like, like, why is this your excuse? Because you're just thinking like, it's just weird. Mm -hmm. But I do notice that the more money you make and the more you're networking with people of a certain class, your palette starts to change. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? So my favourite pastime is just going to the museum or riding around the Uber boats. Because I just like to do... <laughs> like I'm somebody that I spend more money on experiences and holiday yeah. Yeah. rather than drip. Yeah. So even with that, when you go viral for, like, earning a top 1% salary and then you've got people that associate such salaries with, like, rappers and footballers, it's, like, people expect to see you just be dripping in it. Yeah. And I'm just like, nah, not really. Like, it's no. not... not really. But maybe in my head it's, like, I've never been that... I've been somewhat maybe fashion, but I've never been, like, drippy-drippy. Only, like, mm. I... Got my first designer purchase. That is real. When I <laughs> went, when I went to like the Village about four months ago. What did you
2: it? I wasn't <laughs> gonna say it. I was gonna let. <laughs> I was it, it, I, it I, I was gonna let it go. So go let it so
3: <laughs> what is it? Let's now. I was gonna. I was gonna let it pass. Where is it, Bicester? <laughs> Bicester, Bicester, Bicester. It's the Bicester. I was gonna let it pass. Like, <laughs> Lola don't let anything
1: slide. <laughs> <fly, laughs> by the way, Bicester. Yeah. I was no, like, but you're one of us now. <laughs> it's a Big mess right? up. Big mess up. Bicester.
3: Bicester. Bicester village. Yeah. And I bought my first like Prada boots, and that was like mm. a day rate. But already in my mind, mm. I'm thinking, right, like, and not that I need to recoup, but I just couldn't understand, like, people mm. just be doing this. But mm. even it's like, it's Prada, but you, you, unless you're into fashion, you would never know no. that, like, this is five. vibe. So I, I, I don't know, but there's a certain pressure that you feel like, if I'm going somewhere, of course, you can wear clothes twice. Because I remember when I went viral, and I was wearing, like, a pretty little thing dress. One girl was just like, fair enough, she's pretty, but you're on big, big... 100k or six figures. And people even are bro- mad. What's wrong with that though? People are <laughs> mad. <laughs> what
2: is wrong with it's that? It's only I mean, like, not wearing P L T.
0: Those are the people <laughs> we need to run from. They're the just people like, that are like making everyone they're scary. on social media. That's scary. No, she was young though in her
3: defence. She was yeah, very young. But still, there was big the girls following Like This is what I'm saying. Like, boobie six figures are even over.
0: <laughs> but those are the people that are people like, are like allowing other people on social media to feel so bad. about Yeah. They have to do so much. And it's like, ha- yeah. Like no, it doesn't need to be like that. People have
1: stuff about everything. When it was when it was mine, it was like, oh, she spent that much money and she don't even have a house. If she moves to Kent, she could have got a three bedroom house. I Bitch, think I saw. I'm single. Like that. Yeah, and what am I doing in Kent with a 3 bed house? Well, we have slumber parties. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like,
0: but and people you would be just, close. Like, you didn't want to move to Kent. Do you know yeah. how far Kent is it's, from? Listen, from so your, live your livelihood? So, like,
3: what? I should live in Maidstone. <laughs>
4: people are well, mad. It's silly
3: because it's like you could have got a three bedroom house, but. this is what I'm talking about, educating the community, because regardless of whether I decide to spend 500K in a four-bed house in Kent, or I decide to spend 500K on a large studio in Chelsea, it's still 500K.
0: Yeah, The whole point it. of
3: having a house Is the equity If mm. anything As a single person It's probably smarter for me To get a 500k studio in Chelsea Because the price will go up Because it's Chelsea yeah. But people don't think that
1: way no. They're just talking And just finding That's Twitter every- though, That's Twitter It is Twitter You know what But what the I people d- are, are, are in real life That's what makes it scary No I feel that people are different Like some people are the same online But some people Probably people are They're more online. reasonable in Like real life. if you, there's some No names type of people, but um, there's some people on Twitter. They got big, big energy. When you see them offline, micro penis energy,
3: (laughs) (laughs) micro penis energy (laughs) offline.
1: Like, and it's just that's just how people are. People, the internet just gases people up. Like, yeah, it's just that's just how it is, and I've just accepted that.
2: So earlier today, we put on our Instagram story that. Mm. We are going to be talking about all things maternity and salary. And um, we asked all of you to send in your dilemmas or questions or comments that you had. So we have one here and it says, would love to hear about return to work from mat leave. I'm about to go on maternity leave and already thinking about how it will be when I come back. I'm in HR2. Looking to move into tech and away from education due to money, also workload, very contradicting, contradicting messaging about work life balance, but expectation to work all hours of the day to meet unrealistic deadlines due to high staff turnover. Any advice would be appreciated. So, a lot to unpack there. When,
1: when she says moving into tech, do you think she means into a tech company within HR? Or into tech? <sighs>
2: I mean, if she's, I don't know. It could be Eva these days. Like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: yeah. I'd I'd assume. HR. Yeah. Um. So what are the but first first of all, congratulations. So obviously, because you're going on maternity leave, but I don't know. These these are the women who have their
1: babies. What was the and first question? Mater... So, so first... it was.
2: Would love to hear about return to work from mat leave. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I'm not back at work.
1: You're what, due. What, was it, what was it like I, when you went back to work?
3: Um, I I found it easy. I went back to work. I think it was nine or twelve weeks postpartum.
1: Oh
2: work. wow! Going back
3: to do a contract.
2: Oh my gosh! Wow. wow. Yeah,
3: because um, so I. I keep saying close my mortgage. I moved into my property um, January 2020. Then I found out that I was pregnant three and a half months after. So no, four and a half months after. So a lot of my savings that I would have used if I didn't get a house was used on the house, right? Yeah. So um, then I worked through my pregnancy. Um, luckily, I only was able to do that because it was COVID so I was working from home. If not, probably would have lost a lot of money because I, I had to keep on being put on bed rest. But I went back to work three months postpartum because um one it was i, f- I challenge. I, I had quite a challenge of like separating my identity from being a mom
0: okay
3: two there was a lot of financial anxiety as well like i guess certain traumas that come from coming from a working class environment and coming from a place where every time you see a woman has a child it's like a career just finishes isn't it mm-hmm. so i had that trauma that i forgot that it's my qualifications that hold my career not the, the, fact that, the baby, yeah, yeah. but so I, I didn't really think that so i was just like so even then i started my masters at seven months pregnant i went back to work um 90 to 12 weeks postpartum because i was just like i don't want them to use my motherhood as another ism against me mm. and when i got pregnant um i had just stepped into my first big girl role perm 80k management position so i was like i don't want it because i've never judged my ability to get a job on me getting the job it's how many times I'm able to get it how long have I worked there mm. So I made what I worked through up until like eight months then I went back three months postpartum how was it um I would say the most challenging thing about it was mentally so you deal with quite a lot of like mum brain there's times when like I've said okay Taylor I'll go take a shower and I've gone to the kitchen sink and I'm running the tap like water running what's going on what's going on And then I'm like, oh I need to take a shower then I've got in the shower then I'm like there's a wild in here, but something is in the back. Oh shit, I've got 10 of taps. So <laughs> it was just like a lot of confusion. So that's one thing I struggled with, like my brain. That's when I started to like maybe be a victim of not being present, being like present. So 9am, we used to have like 9am stand-ups and maybe my daughter fell asleep at 5am and she's breastfeeding. I'm not putting the camera on. But what I was able to smartly do is that I made myself into a brand. I made myself into this six figure tech mummy. So yeah. companies just ate it up because I guess in that aspect I just ticked off every ism. Yeah. Mm, like I, 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 was, sure. I was just the perfect token like black under 30 six figures mom. They just they <laughs> so just the Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just they just ate it up in it. So that and I guess maybe the, the level of seniority I was as well helped. In her examples, all I would say is that if her company has a good benefits package, she mm-hmm. should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I always advise women to save as well based on i don't want to say their own salary because it's easy to say that when you work in hr law tech or finance i'm pretty sure you girls if god forbid you were one you would be okay mm. not everybody has opportunity but in her case mm. make sure she has good benefits and i would say if you're fortunate enough to have a supportive partner or you guys can live off your partner's salary. Um, enjoy your time with your kids because it's easy to get back into work but it's not easy to emotionally catch up to work mm. and I felt like everybody has work politics but dealing with work politics when you're three months postpartum and you're highly emotional which just long so mm. sometimes it's like when you're going back into work. If you tell them that you're already at six months, postpartum, and you're already at six months, first yeah. minute, they still have to pay you. Mm. So even if they can like be nice to you and like allow you to find your feet, you don't want to lose a good job or, prof- or defile your professional integrity because you just jumped into something too soon. So what I would say to her is that, Maybe I don't know if this is like legal in the HR sector. Before you go back into your role, just take on a little freelancing to see how your mind does. If it works out, you get double the money you would have in perm. If it doesn't work <laughs> out, then you got a job to go back to. Yeah. That's what I would advise her.
2: I think um, first of all, like going back that quickly, I commend you no, because if I think back to where I was, yeah, when mentally when my like, son was that age, yeah. no way, I I could I could not like. I breastfed as well, and yeah. the fact that your baby wakes up every X amount of hours throughout the 24 hours of yeah, the day, yeah, it's and then to, to work,
3: mm.
2: I commend you. I was I, driven
3: by my hyper-trauma, I'm hyper the Yeah, like, I, I, I couldn't, yeah.
2: and like I'm literally sitting in the complete opposite, where my son's going to be one this week, and I'm not back at work yet, oh, wow, so yeah, nice. so i very blessed to be able to take a whole year plus, because yeah. I, I went off in May. So I've been off for 13 months from work.
3: That's amazing. You're yeah. Lucky, yeah. And
2: and I think like you're you're a mum, so you understand that when you have a baby, first of all, your hormones are all over the... P- you think yeah. you're functioning normally. You're a crazy <laughs> woman. Like you, 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 you. Honestly, like everyone around you as well is like, oh you she just had a baby let me allow her but you yeah. think you're functioning normally but everyone around you is actually giving you grace to just be and I think it takes a really it takes quite a long time for your hormones to settle yeah. and for you to actually feel like okay I'm a mum but I'm also me yeah. and I feel like taking the whole year that I've taken has really given me a chance to, to, to yourself. yeah you're, yeah to be able to say okay like the first I'll say the first like six months of Kobe's life. Like it was like mum, 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 breastfeeding. Oh my God, my breast hurt if I'm not near him, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's like, okay, I'm still a mum, but I'm also a hot girl. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm at my brunches again. I'm at Uh my day parties again. And I feel like now I'm in a mindset of, do you know what? If I do have to work now, I'm okay. Like I'm good. Like he's at an age where I feel comfortable enough that if I'm away from him Mm -hmm. for a bit, I know he's he's okay, like, God yeah. willing, do you know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, like what you said, Taylor, if you're able to take that time with your child and for yourself, because you're literally recovering from trauma, like, yeah, physically, trauma, yeah. and you're going into a whole new mindset mentally, like, now there's this whole new person that takes precedence over everybody and everything around you. So if you can take the time, do it. If you can save do it yeah. you know like you said the benefits look at everything like for me what helps me is um, I have stocks so when things were like feeling a bit and I wanted to keep up with my lifestyle because mm. that's what it is it's about yeah. how you want to live like yeah, I, I could have been like do you know what let me let my fiance take over everything mm. and I, I did a little bit but <laughs> I'm not going to say oh babe like I want to go to Rocker and I want to yeah, go to yeah, yeah, That yeah. that's on me so <laughs> So I I I was lucky enough to be able to have stocks that I hadn't touched. I was like, Do you know what? Let me take some out mm. to just help me a little bit, and that's that's what helped me stay Excellent. off for like yeah, yeah thirteen like months. Mm. Yeah. So to answer, like take as much time as you can and as you should, because it's not easy. You're gonna go. The first year is like a
1: yeah, the first year it's a whirlwind yeah the first is crazy i would say like being a mom just to touch on her other point she was saying she was thinking about moving and um like thinking about moving jobs so i've i've placed people who have finished a like who are coming off maternity leave and then going into like a new job but i always i always think that like that must be crazy like trying to like get yeah trying to get into uh, trying to go back to work with everything that you've dis- described like all the emotions, and then having to do you know having to credentialize your place in a new uh, yourself in a new place having to go and improve yourself it might in a new place after depending on how long it's been do you know what i mean Dep- if, yeah. and how ready you are i
3: mean it depends i mean unless you're like workplace you got made redundant or it's extremely toxic then of course move but um, I would always say, unless you just get up presented with an amazing opportunity that mm. they called you for, not that you mm-hmm. looked, I would say rely on the cushion of past probation benefits. At least be there for like another three to four months. I would even say six months. Just get back into yourself because they will have a bit more grace to for you, for mm-hmm. you because they're relying on your credentials that you've built before you've had a baby. Mm-hmm. But going through probation a new workplace, ah.
1: But I guess it that I guess that may depend on how long because obviously if you're going back like after 3 months versus yeah. if you're going back after like 13 months you could be in a completely different headspace.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say like as somebody who has been off for 13 months um I don't have the same manager. I know two people on my team. What? Yeah, my whole team has changed like um, I th- it's going to feel like, like a new working. Being in the tech industry not tech cuz I'm not technical but being in the tech industry <laughs> Yeah. And a big one as well, everything yeah. changes all the time, like so quickly. So even when I left, I was one of seven, eight. Now I'm one of like sixteen.
4: Mm. Oh wow. So
2: like for me, I think it's it would be easy for mm. me to move because I don't know my manager, she doesn't know me. Mm. Yeah. You know, my director's only been there like a year, so mm. Okay. I don't think it will make a difference mm. to be honest. But it, it depends, like you said, if you're going back earlier than that, then it makes a difference. If you depending on the industry as well, like like I said, being in tech, everything changes all the time. And um, like you can go somewhere and get similar benefits and similar graces because they're all going through their diversity and inclusion. We want to include you kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, I think it, it depends. But for that security and stability, it's true. Go to go back to where they know you because yeah. if your baby's not feeling well Ugh. or you have to pick them up early from nursery they know it's you already mm. like it's, you'll get more grace they'll be like it's fine and i really yeah. feel like
1: people don't have a lot of sympathy for mums no. like there's this kind of like they like outwardly they do but like there's always this undertone of okay like you've even seen cases on it where they're like oh well she's had a baby now so she doesn't care mm. like she's just about she's about her baby yeah. yeah. or like if your child is sick they're like Ugh. Like, they're not, they're literally not thinking that however many months ago you literally yeah. pushed this human out of your vagina or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're literally just like, oh, your baby sick. Like, isn't there anybody else? Can and you know think. what? It's
3: mostly women that have an issue with women coming back into the office. I found that men were a bit more sympathetic because they're just scared because that's a big HR case, mm. isn't it? Like, yeah, oh, that's, that's, true. that's true. But with <laughs> women, know? it's like... Because I've, it's had like a, I've had
1: a child. You'll be number yeah, f- yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> true. Yeah.
3: Like, with women, it's, it's, it's even the ones that aren't mothers. And I don't know if that's just like... a dare I say like a feminine jealousy because maybe they can't mm. like, so I've noticed that some women I haven't experienced it, but I've seen that it's like, there can only be one head woman. So now you've got the head woman off of maternity and then you've got like somebody sh- they just competing like trying to take each other's places. It's just, mm. I don't know, but maternity and going back to work, I only feel like I had the grace to be perceived as superwoman because of COVID, but I don't think I'll be this bright or bold if we had to go into the office. I would not be putting my baby in preschool at six months or three months. I just wouldn't Mm. do it. Mm. I wouldn't do it. So
0: it was like, it was a bit of an opportunity as well. Yeah, Mm. well,
3: one of my roles was remote because it was based in America. And because of the time difference, I started at two and finished at eight. So that was remote. So if I wanted to go back that early, that could be, yeah, that would be amazing. Was paying Mm. like 75 US dollars. I think that converts to like 60-ish, whatever here. So that would have been nice. But um, didn't do that. I just contracted
1: yeah,
3: wow. cool.
0: Superwoman. <laughs> thank yeah. you. We have to wrap up now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you l- yeah, thank you for having. Thank on. you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for being our first are. guest. Yeah. And you're, yeah, this is
1: really special for us. Yeah, you pop and you because you're our first yeah. guest. Yeah. <laughs> <Poppy cherry>. No, it's been really good. Yeah, really insightful. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed everything. it. The bar is high now. For yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, sure. thank it's you. True. It's really going to be really high. Everyone's yeah. out like, up. It's dry.
0: <laughs> cool. But yeah, so, thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and share on all platforms. Again, just a quick like, you know, on YouTube, we are doing really well. I can see that we're getting more views. So, thank you. Appreciate it. Subscribers are going higher too. So, yeah. Thank you guys. That's a wrap, guys. Ooh. Bye. Bye. Bye.